Year three of The Wind has been made possible by listener support. If you'd like to help keep this thing going, head to patreon.com slash thewind and become a patron. This episode is called The Singers, and it is the season finale of year three. The Wind With Phil Corbett The shimmering sprawl arches its back up the hillside Rising from manicured lawns, the neat curb of landscaped roundabouts is a desert highway, cutting a small pass from the expanding fringe to an elevated high desert bowl. Free of strip malls and lines of bulldozers, this bowl is called Hungry Valley, and it cradles strokes of juniper and an unmoving sea of sagebrush. Lit from the front by the headlights of my truck and from above, by the way of reflection. The sun has set, but the clouds are blushing. An electric pink settles over the yawning valley. It's late summer, and the floodlights of the powwow grounds are visible in the distance. The highway snakes an effortless curb around rows of reservation housing, and we leave the pavement vibrating slowly on a washboard road as teenagers head back on foot to the small town in the center of the brush. The dirt parking lot of the powwow grounds feels like showing up late to a high school dance at the county fairgrounds. The place is buzzing with the echoes of a motoring MC, hardly stopping to take a sip of his lemonade. This is the Numaga Indian Days powwow, held by the Reno Sparks Indian Colony. It's an inter-tribal competition powwow, and the plates in the parking lot have several different state names. This land is a small island of tribal control on the unceded and occupied territories of the Numu, or Northern Paiute, and at the blurry edge of the Newe, the Western Shoshone, and the Washoe. Inside the gates, we immediately buy some tacos from the taco truck. Then we begin to walk the circle. Powwow grounds have a unique layout. The event happens entirely in a circle. At the center is the arena, a large and flat earthen dance floor. Surrounding the dance floor is a 12-foot high roofed structure a sort of wooden awning which traces a circle around the dance floor or the arena. Outside the roofed area, which is open on all sides, is the main thoroughfare. A walking path lined on the outside with vendors selling lemonade and fry bread and shaved ice and jewelry and steering wheel covers. And on the outside of them is a few rows of parked cars and then further still the sagebrush static and quiet all the way to the very edge of the valley. As we walk the circle, we stop and buy fry bread and beef stew, 
then eyeball the other taco stands, collecting provisions in advance of the singing competition. You're listening to The Wind. I'm Phil Corbett. The arena from above. At six o'clock, south, is the MC and the judges. From a platform under the roof, the MC announces the competition. He is facing north. Then at seven o'clock is the press area, some cameras and folding tables. From eight o'clock all the way around to three o'clock are spectators. Though more audience surrounds them behind the roof, it looks like many of the people up front are families of the competing dancers, with folding chairs and coolers. At three o'clock is the main entrance, a break in the roof through which dancers step into the inner circle, and then finally the stretch between the entrance at three o'clock and the announcer at six o'clock is where we find the drums. Tonight there are eight drum groups, and we're here to see them compete against each other. As an outsider, when I saw the flyer for a singing competition, I think I imagined that to be one way. A single person standing up and singing a song while everybody watches, then another and another until the winner is chosen by a panel of judges. But on night one, this appears not to be happening. Instead, the singers are in groups. Each of these groups is around four to eight guys, sitting in their own circle around a center drum. Each plays the same drum and sings together, and they're called singers or drummers or drum groups interchangeably. And though I understand the competition to begin tomorrow, tonight they provide the music for the dancing contests. Out on the dance floor, the announcer's scattering voice calls different types of dances. These are typically broken into age and gender, and then into type of dance. Men's traditional, women's fancy shawl, Junior girl's jingle dress, and with every dance the MC calls, he also calls on one of the eight drum groups to play the accompanying tune. After watching for a while, I approach a drum group near three o'clock. Their name is Iron Mountain, and two of the four members wear ornate garb for dancing, while the other two wear street clothes and together they sing with a cutting power. The two dancers' clothes are adorned with feathers, and I ask if they're looking forward to the competition tomorrow. 
Jordan, one of the singers, explains to me that they are not competing this weekend. Of the eight drum groups in this section of arena, only four are actually in the singing competition. The group right by the announcer is the host drum. They are the largest of the groups, and the host drum does not compete, but is analogous to a house band. The next four drums are competing, and then the final three, including Iron Mountain, are just there to play music. I thank him for the information, and when I talk to the press person, Bethany, she says, yeah, the competition is happening tomorrow, but it's also happening tonight. In fact, it's been happening this whole time. It's happening right now. I cobble together my microphone, and I jog back in from the parking lot, but the night comes to a close. Men with flags and all of the dancers gather and leave the circle, as do we, cruising home on the dark and quiet highway. On day two, we arrive before lunch for the daytime competitions. As the road drops into Hungry Valley, the sky is tinted tan with dust. Every juniper by the roadside bends, and the desert grasses are all pushed sideways. It's supposed to be over 100 degrees today, and it seems that the wind speed is attempting to approach that same number. But despite the hot desert wind, the powwow grounds are buzzing as normal. Lawn chairs have been anchored to heavy coolers, and people are battening down their tarps and pop-up shade things. I sit in the press area on a dining chair that I brought from home, and sand pelts my back as I devour an Indian taco. The fry bread is a perfect consistency, though I almost lose it to gusts of wind on several occasions. Grand entry happens at 1 p.m., which is the ceremonial beginning of the day's events. If you will, Poundmaker, let us bring in, as we call in our Eagle Staff, our flag bearers. led by a flag brigade, and behind them is all of the dancers, who step in different styles as the long line slowly wraps around the inner arena. The host drum this weekend, called Poundmaker, plays the music for grand entry. Here at the 
other drum groups prepare in their own section of shade between 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock. When the flags march around and reach 12 o'clock, they take a hard right turn and walk due south towards the announcer's table. Most of the other dancers continue around the edge, moving a few steps in to accommodate the new arrivals. From above, it's a spiral dissected by a vertical line, pulsating at the edges. Three o'clock, eight o'clock, twelve o'clock, thirteen thousand years ago, more or less. This valley was on the edge of a massive inland lake, now retrospectively referred to as Lake Lahontan. I begin to take stock of the singing competition. Though there is supposed to be a women's singing contest as well, only one person has signed up, and so she will win. Otherwise, there are four drum groups competing. The four competing drum groups are 51 North, from Arizona, Bad Soul, who I understand to be from a few different parts of Oregon, Little Bear, all the way from Minnesota, and Ship Rock Agency from Ship Rock, the Four Corners area. start, can you just introduce yourself and the name of your group? Yes, uh, my name is Michael King. Uh, I sing with the Shiprock Agency Singers from Shiprock, New Mexico. I interview Michael King during a slow moment behind a big metal storage container. When at home, he works to monitor air quality through the Tribal Air Monitoring Support Center and Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff. Yeah, so right now we're doing... Um, dancing competitions. Um, it's a contest powwow. We're here in um, Hunger Valley, Nevada um, on uh, an Indian colony. I believe it's a Paiute Indian colony. Starting the, the, the competition for the weekend and uh, continue on into the evening and tomorrow. And so is it, are, are most powwows competitions or is this kind of unique or how, how does that break up? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, uh, originally, I think, you know, it's, it's just for celebration, you know, and I think it's, it's important to keep that in mind. You know, this is here to celebrate life. We have the drum that represents uh, the heartbeat of Indian country. So um, to have that uh, there first and foremost and, and our people, you know, our native people together to gather in celebration together, I think um, with that first and foremost and aside then, you know, we have as a uh, contest powers throughout Indian country to, to make it a little competitive. But um, first and foremost is to bring family and friends together and have, and have a good time, enjoy each other. Yep. 
As we talk, the drums echo inside the arena. We both keep an ear out in case Michael is called back in. You know, we're all a drum culture here. Every, every, every tribe, we're, we're a drum culture, you know. We, um, we understand changes in rhythms, pitch, tones, you know. Um, and then when that all comes together around the drum and, and the harmony, it becomes powerful, you know, it can heal. strikes me that the drum groups are always on call, and therefore seemingly in competition at all times. Unless they aren't. But I still can't quite figure out how to know that. And while they compete, the dancers are also competing. The dancers and the singers are all dependent on each other's abilities to hear and respond and to be in sync and on beat. I approach another of the drum groups, and in a slow moment, I ask for an interview. The first guy points to a second guy, saying he is the lead singer. When I get over and ask him, he points to a third guy, saying, no, he's the lead singer. The third guy points back to the first guy, who is apparently the lead singer. And so it goes until finally a guy named Dylan follows me to the spot behind the storage container. Uh, my name is uh, Dylan Jar, uh, half Ojibwe, half Hopi from uh, Phoenix. Uh, group, uh, the group I sing with is normally uh, Showtime, but this weekend we set up uh, 51 North. That's a, it's a highway I live on in uh, Phoenix. So. I had noticed that one of the other singers had a Showtime tattoo. I mean, you could sing with uh, one group all summer, or else you could go to different halls and sing with, you know, different groups, you know, uh, throughout Indian country, you know. It's just, like, it's just like anything, you know, basketball tournaments, baseball tournaments, golf tournaments, you know. It, it really just depends on, you know, who has their best stuff that weekend. Yeah, and that, that's really interesting about, I think, singing contests as opposed to, you know, basketball or baseball or something is you're always playing the same game, the same style. And what's interesting is in singing, like you said, it's all, you know, there's so many varying styles. I mean, how do you know when somebody is really going above and beyond if you're singing in totally different uh, styles? Uh, I would say volume, uh, volume and um uh, pitch when everybody's singing together has the same beat you know all at once and then you know different pitches you know versus you know s some people sing at a higher pitch than a, a lot of other people's and you know they it's just it just varies you know like every every group has their own style of singing you know whether you come from you know minnesota you know new york florida you know east coast to west coast everybody has their own own style and it's just whoever brings their best style that weekend so dylan explains that the drum groups have to know which songs are sung for which style of dance so they have to be ready when the MC calls for, say, men's traditional or men's fancy shawl with the right tune at the right speed. And the MC can call on any drum group. 
The group then signals that they're ready with a single hit of the central drum. What did you notice in the other three? Are there things you pick out and, and can like see as really competent or really interesting or different? Um, Shiprock Agency, they, they've been singing together for a long time. You know, they, they sing on a, a bass drum, which is, uh, which is the original style, you know. And uh, so they sing on a bass drum, which they'll sing at a lower tone, but at a, at a higher pitch than some, like, southern singers. So, so they, they've been all singing together for a long time. They know their songs. There's four leads normally in a contest song, so, you know, all their leads are, are together together and uh and so like they're they sound really good yeah Yeah, and so that's like you guys have when you're all pointing at each other saying you're the lead singer that's there's four of you yeah yeah really there i mean there's one guy that starts the song off you know normally normally the lead singer of a drum group you know that's his position is to is to start the song you know pick songs you know uh carry the drum you know uh take care of the drum take care of your singers you know that's normally the the lead singer you know but we we all can take leads you know we all can be a lead singer you know but it's just it's just uh, it just depends on what group you sing with i mean there's plenty of drum groups out there with their own lead singers and so i mean i mean we're just setting up a kind of put together crew so you know they want me to take first so (laughs) yeah yeah, and if you win first, what do you win? Uh, I think uh, here is uh, seven thousand dollars for first, and then I think it drops to five for second and three thousand for third. So hoping to win uh, seven thousand. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're together, you know, on the drum, same beat, you know, you have good volume, good leads, you know, you could take first anywhere. The competition unfolds slowly over three days. As the sun begins to approach whatever place the wind is coming from, the daytime events come to an end. There's a hand game tournament out on the edge of the sagebrush, but we pack our dusty dining chairs and head home. The contest will be called tomorrow, and it's been a long day in the hot sun. On the third day of competition, the sky over Hungry Valley looks like a painting of the sky. It's another 100 degree day, and our deep blue ceiling is dotted with big white cumulus clouds floating like ships on an ancient glassy lake. Inside the powwow grounds, the MC and judges sit on the platform at 6 o'clock, which is about three stairs up from the arena floor. This weekend, the head judge of the singing competition is named Sean Yazi. My name is Sean Yazi. I'm of the Navajo Nation tribe, and I hail from uh, Farmington, New Mexico, the Four Corners area. And yeah, we're here for the powwow. Sean has been listening since Friday. And at the end of today, he will choose a winner. What I'm talking about, a drum group, you know, it'll consist of, you know, maybe five, anywhere between five members 
or maybe up to 12 singers sitting around this, you know, large drum that's, you know, it's a, a wooden frame that's covered in, you know, in maybe a different type of um, dried animal hide. And, you know, these singers, they, when they sing these songs, they, they, they're, what they're judged on is the, the beat that they have, they all have to beat, you know, in unison. They all have to stay together. Their harmonies, you know, when the lead singer, he'll start the song, and the, when he typically starts the song, the singers in a certain part will back him up, and they'll come in as a second, and they all harmonize together. Sean is a singer and a dancer as well, and this is his first time judging a singing contest. It's a new way for him to experience the nature of competition from the outside and slightly above. There is competition, multiple competitions happening at once. So the dancers are in competition with bands who are playing to certain dancers and the bands are in competition with each other. Yeah. It's and, really and fascinating. Yeah, we don't call them bands, we call them drum groups. Drum groups. Yeah, okay, drum, okay. drum groups yeah. here. And yeah, and like I was telling you a little bit earlier is that when, you know, way back in the day, sometimes these, these competitions, yeah, the dancers are out there in certain categories, they're competing, and, you know, in a way they are competing against each other, but, you know, a little ways back, they, they used to tell us that these dancers, they would compete with these drums, and the drums would compete with the dancers. You know, the dancers would try to, you know, stick with that drum, and they would try to stop on time. Yeah, you do have, you know, several different competitions going on at once, because you have the dance categories that are going on, and also you have the, the singing contest that's going on at the same time. When you're judging the singers specifically in the drum groups, what are you listening for? Well, that, see, that, that's where it comes in is these, you know, these, these dancers and these singers that, that are so used to dancing to these songs and, you know, they get such a powerful feeling from these songs. You know, they, they listen for um, the lead singer. He'll start the song and they'll listen for the power in his voice and the clarity. And when he starts that song, the, the, the rest of the singers they'll come in and they'll they'll do a second and they'll back him up and they listen for you know that clarity in their voices their togetherness their harmony you know the 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 beat of the drum is important that they all hit that drum in unison it should sound like one beat not a whole lot of them beating it and and when you have these um, songs that they're singing they're a certain tempo you know some dances are slow some dances are fast, but these drum groups, you know, they, they, they've been together so many years, they're, they're family, and they, you know, they know these songs with each other and they keep time. Keeping time with the drum, the, their drum beat is very important, their harmony, and just listening to the clarity of the song. Since the music has a function, the benefit of this multi-layered competition is that the judges can eyeball the dancers to see how the music is working in real time. Occasionally you'll take a glance out to the arena to see how the dancers are reacting to that song. And you know, it's, 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 a, whole, it's a whole feeling and like they'd say now, it'd be a vibe I guess. There's certain songs and certain, you know, certain voices that'll just, you know, that you feel.
got to be right in the center of my chest, you know. It, 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 it's just, see, even that, it, it's hard to describe because, you know, a lot of people, they'll feel it all throughout their body because as dancers, you, you can't help but not tap your feet. You can't help but, you know, picture yourself dancing to that song already. And it's, it's just, it's a real hard thing to describe like that because some of those songs will, I mean, you'll feel it all over. Competition is, is natural in this world. And, you know, all these singers across, across the country, no matter where they come from, these singers, them being the heart of these celebrations, you know, they make such beautiful music. You know, they, they, they put their heart and soul into this music that it transcends to all these people at these celebrations. And when they do that, you know, they get, they, they get recognized for that, which is really good. And the way they, they put that out there to these people and for these people, that's something that's above that competition. And that's something that these dancers really, really value and appreciate. They put that, that's what makes them move the way they do. That's where that little bit of competition comes in because, you know, they, of course, they want to get their music out there. They want to, you know, let people know this is, this is who we are. This is how we sing. This is, you know, this is from our homelands and we're bringing it to you. And that's, that's what the feeling that these people get out here. And it, it, it does, it moves you. So. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, that seems like a theme is movement. It's, you know, the dancers are moving. Emotionally, people are being moved, ideally. And physically, every single one of these groups is moving a lot to get here. You know, there's, like, just a lot of physical movement, and that's sort of the defining feature. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and, you know, singing that long... You know, and the, at the pitches that they do, controlling, you know, their voices in unison, it does. It takes a lot to be a singer. Once they give out the winners, you know, the power is over. Everybody goes home their, their different directions. After some fry bread, I cruise between the drum groups, checking in. It sounds like the actual judgment might already be over but they're still carrying on as if it isn't. There is no alcohol at the powwow, and it shows in the atmosphere. People seem clear-headed, and at night, things are quiet and straightforward. At one point, I sit by a couple of the non-competing drum groups, Iron Mountain and Wokus Muffin who is a three-piece group. At one point, Wokus Muffin is called to play, but their third member isn't there. They begin anyway, and partway through the song, the third glides into the arena with a handful of sagebrush cuttings and seamlessly grabs a stick from the drum leader. One drum over, Iron Mountain plays with a cutting clarity, and two of the singers leave the drum to dance in the arena on occasion. The ground around their drum is dotted with energy drinks and bags of chips. As the final day goes on, I began asking who's had the best showing. 
Nobody has a clear answer, and I began to wonder if I'm missing the point. But in response, I wonder if that matters. It is not a man on a stage singing a solo piece followed by another and another, judged by a panel. It's something else, and I try to let it wash over me. And I know that every time a drum group plays, I can feel it in my chest. An external heartbeat changing the speed of my blood. Still following journalistic training and instincts of how a story should unfold, I try to interview Dylan Jar from 51 North again. I want to check in and see how he's feeling just before judgment. Dylan says what's up, but shakes me off. He's got a tray of chocolate-covered strawberries and some other sweets. He and his kid take the time between songs to walk around the edge of the circle with a handwritten sign, selling the berries a few at a time. Michael King from Shiprock Agency says he does have a second and follows me to the spot behind the shipping container. Okay, it's Sunday and we're in the final um, contest dancing and... Uh, we finished the drumming contest um, as well, but the dance contest is still remaining. So that's where we're at right now. I think they've done all the adult categories. And um, if there's any ties, they'll probably finish that up here shortly. And so now that the drum contest is over, you're still, you're just waiting to find out who won at this point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But we're still on standby to sing. I mean, uh, if we get asked upon, you know, depending on what, uh, if there's any ties again in the, in the dance contest. Um, so. The competition dancing. And so how do you how do you feel right now? You know, you're kinda of, you're on call but you're also waiting for like the results. How how does that feel? Yeah, it's a, it's always anticipation, right? So it's always fun to uh, have that competitive edge and um, hoping to get in, but you know, at the same time it's uh it's good. I mean it's um, uh, oh, looks like we got it we got oh, called to go sing. Okay, okay, all cool, right. Cool. But I appreciate it though, thanks. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, man. As Michael is called away, I keep the microphone rolling and I follow him into the circle. All of the drum groups are standing and the MC calls them out into the arena. This is not a singing contest, but something else. And the rules are explained quickly. Alright, so one member from each of the drum groups go to one of those chairs that are out there in the arena. So one of you guys go to one chair, another one all the way around. So one member is going to be at each chair from each drum group. Five guys from each group are told to spread out. One man from each team at 9 o'clock, one man from each team at 12 o'clock, one man from each team at 3 o'clock, 
and two men from each team at 6 o'clock. The MC calls it a horse race. And it's sort of like a relay foot race where the smallest guy in each drum group rides piggyback on their fellow drummers. They will ride for a quarter of the circle and then swap onto a new horse, or drummer. The four teams line up and prepare. But as soon as you see Mike's hands goes down, we are the nice hands! Here we go! We're gonna come around here, we're gonna jump around, and we got one, and we're gonna go, and we're gonna jump around, oh, he's jumping around, he's running, he's running, he's running, and he's carrying his horse, his horse is kind of broken. The crowd giggles and screams. At one point, an injured drummer who's supposed to be a horse is picked up and carried by the rider to which somebody yells, he's carrying his horse. When one team takes a spill on the home stretch, the audience responds with a gasp. And before we know it, Little Bear from Minnesota takes first place and a wad of cash. If I remember correctly, the drums play a few more songs as the sun begins to sink. This time, the day before, on the way out of Hungry Valley, my truck stood still in the desert, just off the highway. I stepped into the shade of a big juniper, snapping violently in the unsettled air. Several dirt roads branched off from each other and on occasion cut back through the sage to merge and intersect, to continue pathways through the brush and across the little ravines and rises. And when I looked down at the ground, I noticed the same map in miniature. Then, the judges announce the winners. In third place is Michael's drum group, Ship Rock Agency. In second place, from Minnesota, Little Bear. And in first place. Uh, so yeah, can you say just what, what just happened? Oh, uh, we took first place at Numaga Indian Day celebration and the singing contest. 51 North. Yeah, and how does it feel? Uh, feels good. I mean, uh, I wasn't expecting to take first, but, you know, the people liked uh, uh, our music and everything, so it feels good. What are you, what are you going to do now? Uh, go to Disneyland. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I got to go back home, Got my get my kids to school, you know, go back to 9 to 5, you know, normal life, and then do it all over next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so... After they announce the winners of each dance category, lining up to sign paperwork and collect checks, I make one final lap around the circle. Many of the fry bread stands and shaved ice trailers and retail pop-ups have packed up. The wind tussles loose tarps, and a few two-person tents rattle out in the sagebrush. The sagebrush, too, moves in the wind. 
and my eye follows a gust as it lightly shakes a path on top of the brush, out past the dusty parking lot and across the dirt road and up a sandy rise and towards the mountain in the distance. is produced by me, Phil Corbett. This season was made with support from the Google Podcast Creator Program through PRX and by our patrons. If you'd like to support the show, head to patreon.com slash the wind and set up a monthly donation. Thanks to Sean Yazzie, Michael King, Dylan Jar, Iron Mountain, Little Bear, Bad Soul, and Wokus Muffin for speaking with me for this episode. And thanks to Bethany Sam, Eleanor Tullick, and to Henry Rondeau, who provided some of the audio of the drum groups. You can find Henry on YouTube at Yo 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 It's Hendo. He's got a bunch of powwow videos if you want to check them out, and I will post some of those along with photos, links, and more at thewind.org. Thank you for being here for year three of The Wind. We'll have a guest episode and an epilogue soon, and to all the patrons, seriously, thanks. You've made this thing much easier to sustain, and I am deeply grateful. Take care of yourself, and keep listening. <laughs>